Welcome to a new episode of the Big Idea Big Moves podcast. The new the voice new of voice success. success. We all want to feel successful and fulfilled in our lives, but that can be a bumpy road. Through the experiences, journeys and advice of our guests here on Big Idea Big Moves, we will help you get a jump start on experiencing and cultivating whole life success. Be ready to take notes. Every episode has action items that you can apply to your own life right away. Okay, let's get this started. I will now pass you over to the host of Big Idea Big Moves, Jamie Allison. Hi again, everybody. This is Jamie Allison, and this is the Big Idea Big Moves podcast. This is the destination for high performers. We talk to people from different genres, different niches, just people doing really cool things in their space. So we talk to athletes, we talk to CEOs, we talk to entrepreneurs, um, scientists, uh, people that are just doing really cool things to move the needle and, and hear a bit about their journey and the things that they're doing, and hopefully things that you can translate into your own lives as well. Um, I know we have one of those today, and and we're going to be really excited about um, kind of jumping into that interview. One thing I have to do just before we jump into all of that is, is acknowledge one of our sponsors, which is uh, Epitome Sportswear. Um, and they have designed everything to, to help kind of unlock your full potential and perform at your best. And, and uh, the cool thing is that they, like us here at uh, Big Idea, Big Moves, believe in whole life success. So, um, so a lot of their clothing isn't just about having a really good workout. It's also making sure that uh, um, you're comfortable going on on that uh, nice hike, uh, whether it's in winter, like it is where we are right now, and uh, uh, or it might be going to a, a big game uh, of your child. So, um, so all those different things. The other cool thing is that um, they give back to the community that they serve as well. So they are working to impact the inequities in opportunity for girls and women in sport. And that aligns really nicely with what we do. And for that reason, a portion of their profits go directly to organizations and initiatives that support girls in sport. So, um, so definitely check them out. We've got them through our bio you can check it out there or just go directly to epitome sportswear.com that's e-p-i-t-o-m-e sportswear.com and so we'll jump right into uh, an interview which I, I think is going to be a lot of fun today um, we're talking with Katie Knight and she is the 2021 world's toughest mutter champion um, she's really powered herself onto the obstacle racing elite scene um, also coming in third I think in the Spartan ultra world championships as well has taken on high rocks and she's been a qualified fitness coach since 2014 and she's worked as a personal trainer at some top CrossFit boxes as well as uh, in corporate health and wellness facilities which is uh, kind of cool so she has a unique connection to that kind of whole life success thing as well um, so we're really looking forward to having a bit of, con of a conversation about that but but thanks for taking the time Katie appreciate it yeah thank you thank you for having me I'm excited yeah, well, we're, we're excited too. And um, you've had you've had a lot of success this year in particular, lots of really cool things happen along some really big names in the sports that, uh, that you're kind of aligned with. How's that experience been this year, considering really this is the first time in a while that things have kind of opened up and there's been some some races, I guess, to, to join and you've done so well this year. Yeah, it's been uh, really exciting that the kind of race space has opened up uh, since COVID of last year. Um, so the end of this year, I've had a lot of fun. Um, um, both races were, were um, a great experience. My first time doing either of them or a 24-hour race. Um, the furthest I've ever ran. So there's 
there's an accomplishment. So yeah, it's been, it's been a great time. <laughs> Very cool. And, and really doing it in a, um, you know, some of the racers that were against you and kind of in this, mm-hmm. those same things. I, I mean, uh, is that pretty cool that you get to, to kind of race alongside the best, I guess, in those races as well? Oh yeah. Like being alongside the top dogs, like, um, you know, Rhea and Telluride, um, yeah. is like a really cool experience. Uh, they've been doing this for, you know, 10 years or, you know, something like that. And so being able to jump in and hang with them um, and they're just all such like nice, wonderful um, athletes. So it's been pretty cool. Well, very cool. And uh, now one thing is um, you, um, you have a lot of support as you go through these races. I think a lot of people Mm -hmm. may not know that there's, there's a lot of, there's almost a support team, especially in the long races that you have for Mm -hmm. that. And you're really good at being able to thank your crew and thank those people. And you've had some really kind of neat names attached with that as well. How important has been the support around those things, especially when you're doing it maybe for the first time? Yeah, it's uh, your pit crew makes a huge difference. So somebody that, you know, you can come in after each lap since these are like um, different laps each race. So like Telluride is five mile loops and then or they were like 6.7 and then World's Toughest was five mile loops. So someone to come when you come into the pit um, that's, you know, supportive, you know, they're helping you out with refueling. Um, it makes such a difference in just like your your mental space and, and everything. So you really need um, someone who's pretty solid and is going to be there because they also have to stay up all night long. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, they get, can take some naps here and there, but otherwise it's, you know, it's a lot of work for them as well. Um, so yeah, having a good crew and then in world's toughest, it's kind of like a huge community. Um, and so you have like pit crew neighbors, um, that kind of jump in and help. And it's just, uh, it makes, it makes the race. It can either, I think, make or break, um, how you feel. Yeah. Now, when you, um, because you talked about there were the, uh, some of the longest races that you've done, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, you know, a lot of people I, I've talked to, um, you know, that do kind of ultra racing or very long kind of races, um, no matter what, there's always a point in your head where you have to really kind of battle whether you keep going. First of all, uh, did that happen to you? And, um, and talk about like, how, how do you approach that? How do you, how do you get past that time where you, you can almost um, psych yourself out of what you're doing? Right. So in both the 24 hour races, um, that I've just done, there's, yeah, there's always a time it's usually like middle of the night or like before the sun comes up, at least for me. Um, it's like, you got to make it through the night. You got to, you know, get to when the sun comes up again, but yeah, there's always a point where it's like, yeah, I want to go home. I don't want to do this anymore. Like I'm done moving. (laughs) It's been enough, you know, or if you hit like a certain mile marker, um, usually that's around like, Oh, I want to say like 60, 70 miles where it's like, all right, like this is really where you got to push through. Um, And for me, it's like, I've already done this many hours, this many miles. I might as well keep going. Um, And the goal for Telluride was to move for 24 hours. Um, And I think I made it like 22 or so before like the time cap. Um, But I did move for a solid 24 hours and world's toughest. So that's like a goal in my head. So when you get to that like mental break point, it's like, keep moving, see how far you can go. So yeah, that's what I do. (laughs) Very cool. And, and are you one of those people who, um, you know, before the race, do you, do you kind of visualize things? What do you do to mentally prepare yourself before the race itself even happens? Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, there's a lot of like self-talk going on. Um, you kind of visualize, you know, the end results of like your goal or what you want to do. Um, for me, it was a certain mileage. Um, but yeah. And then, 
like, you know, when you get nervous or anything, I like to tell like other athletes or friends this, it's like, it's going to happen with or without you. So like, there's really no point to be nervous because you're going to have to do it. You already signed up. You're already here. It's going to happen. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Well, that goes for everything. I, I mean, there, there's uh-huh. tons of people probably that um, are thinking, you know, I, I mean, because this is that start of the year where lots of people start to think about, okay, mm-hmm. I have these special goals for the, the coming year, but um, that kind of approach probably really is, is for anything. I mean, it might be yep. a 5k for somebody. <laughs> you might as well, if you get that close to it, I mean, it's going to happen. You might as well jump in. So. Yep. Yep. Just yeah. like, yeah, the first of the year is going to come around whether you're ready or not it's gonna have to happen you know I like to think like the haze in the barn or it's not and so if you put in the work um just get ready and do it yeah well uh, that kind of brings me on to because you've done um you've done corporate work too where you've you or Mm -hmm. and also training work so those two things are very similar and and you've got clients that maybe aren't um you know I'm sure lots of times they don't have kind of the the thought they're going to do a uh, a 24 hour race. They're, they're thinking of other things. Um, how do you approach that with them? Like, how do you, how do you really connect with somebody who, um, to find out what, what they really, uh, what's, mm-hmm. what's right for them when it comes to goal setting? What, what's your process around that with them? Yeah. So I think it's important to meet the client or that athlete or whoever you're training or working with where they're at, um, and really focus on, you know, their current fitness state where they want to be, um, cause that's going to be different for everybody. Um, and in the corporate world, they come see me when, you know, it's like their work break. So they have other goals, other focuses with work. And then this is their time to really like put in other goals outside of work. And so you have to kind of keep that in mind because their head might be somewhere else. Um, but yeah, it's really to meet that person where they're at and then go from there and see what they want to achieve. And if it's, you know, a 5K, great. And we want to build up to eventually a 50K. That's awesome. Or if it's, you know, hitting PRs in the gym with different, you know, Olympic weightlifting movements, because um, a lot of my background is also in CrossFit and lifting. Um, that's also, you know, important to, you know, get them where they want to be um, and connect on that level of like your goals, not just like, you know, comparing to everybody else out there. Yeah. And, and you mentioned that you've done lots of kind of CrossFit and, and some of those mm-hmm. things as well. I've, I, I usually ask, especially, um, um, you know, people who are, uh, are getting to the tops of those sports. Have mm-hmm. you seen a big difference in, um, uh, in, uh, you know, how, how high profile some of those things are now compared to even when you started? And I know it wasn't that long ago, but, but you see mm-hmm. that it is, it's, um, uh, you know, has the profile re- really kind of improved in some of those areas, especially uh, just because there's so many people that, um, you know, are, are going into those sports that maybe, you know, hadn't before. Right. Yeah. So um, I think it's really cool that, you know, strength and conditioning is really being intermixed into like OCR and stuff like my ultra training's a little off the books because I spend probably like more time in the gym um, than I need to for ultra running. But I think it keeps me really strong and fit and conditioned um, to keep going and keep that endurance up. Um, and so as those, you know, profiles and sports get a little bit more popular and people get into it, I think it's really good just for all around health, conditioning, um, especially in the corporate world when they, you know, people are sitting at their desks all the time yeah. um, to get out and to move and, you know, um, do some like movements they might not uh, otherwise uh, when it didn't exist. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and do you find um, when you work with um, clients like that, uh, is there 
you know, they're obviously having to kind of weigh off those other things you talked about. They may have, you know, they, they may be, um, you know, heavy hitters in business, but they may also be parents trying to, you know, do all of those things as well. Um, do you find that that's something you really have to deal with them and, and help them think through how to, how to balance that a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. And also keeping in mind, like, this is their like hour, maybe hour and a half of the day that they really get to just like be themselves and get into the gym and kind of get out of that space of whether it's like home obligations or work obligations. Um, And so to keep that in mind, really make it like, you know, give it your all and make it really a special experience for them um, because they're going to go back to work. They're going to go back to their other things. But and for them, like I've seen them being able to hit like PRs in the gym or like run a 5k and get to those goals, make a huge difference in their like their, you know, work life balance and their happiness. And so I think it's really important. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and you yourself, when you're heading into, uh, I mean, you probably got, to, you've had a, a couple of big check marks this year, but mm-hmm. as you head into next year, do you, um, um, like, are you a write down your goals kind of person or are you just, you kind of, kind of go with the flow a little more? How does, how does that work for you? Um, usually I like to write them down, um, and really focus all, all write down and plan out like the races for the year. Um, and the ones I really want to hit, I don't always like do them all, but, um, kind of make a plan for that and goals. It's really important to be able to like see them and then keep working towards them throughout the year. Um, this year was a little bit different. Um, I was planned to do Telluride and then after that and how I felt, I was like, okay, I'll jump into world's toughest. Um, Maddie Davis is like, you should totally do it. And I was like, okay, let's do it. (laughs) Let's see how it goes. But yeah, as the new year comes around, I got some other like goals for racing, um, personal life with my own training company. Um, and so writing those down and kind of having a three, six, nine, and then year goals, um, I think can be really important. Very cool. And, um, you know, do you have, uh, I, I mean, you've, you've obviously raced with some really kind of cool, high profile people, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, when you're looking back at, you know, who you look at as role models or mentors, um, who have they been for you? Like, uh, as you've kind of went through your career so far? Yeah. Um, so my, my background, I played ice hockey growing up, um, all the way through college as well. And so Wayne Gretzky is actually one of my big role models, kind of a funny one. Um, but then, so my mom is the reason I got into fitness and sports in the first place. Um, she was a big advocate of like, you know, health and wellness, and she was a fitness coach. She had her own training company and she's still a personal trainer. Um, And so that kind of like motivated me to get into, you know, sport and racing. Um, She got me and like all my siblings, I'm one of six into CrossFit. So -hmm. that's pretty cool. So we all, we all work out together. Um, But yeah, she's been a big role model for just like a healthy lifestyle, um, which I'm really lucky to have. Yeah. 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 And what, what position did you play in hockey? Uh, Left defense. Oh, wow. Defense too. Well, uh-huh. uh, so we're Canadian, just so you know. So it's uh, so yeah. Gretz, Gretzky is absolutely okay. So that's 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 <laughs> okay. okay. <good. laughs> um, so what is it if you were looking at things you want to improve for the coming year? Um, you know, I mean, obviously you've you've probably got a bit of a plan on on, and it depends on what you're entering into or what you want to do because I'm right. sure that changes. But mm-hmm. are there a couple of areas that you think, oh, I'd, I'd really like to get better in this part of my game? Yeah. Um my plan is to hit some pretty big ultras and then I'd love to win both Spartan world, uh, championships and tough mutter this coming year, uh, back to back, which would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, 
and then I want to get improve on my high rocks game. Um, and so that's the goal as well for end of January for nationals in Chicago. And then there's the championships in Vegas in May. So those are my kind of goals to get, get to this year, um, get into a little bit more Spartan racing since, you know, I've only done like one or, or three, I've done three. So <laughs> we'll get wow. some more experience and yeah. get going. That's, that's pretty impressive though, to have done three and been able to do kind of what you're doing. <laughs> so that's, that's pretty cool. So, um, and I think I would assume as you head into that new year, I mean, a lot of those races will have, um, they're going to really, because there will be more of them, you'll probably get a, a really deep field in a lot of them as well. So, so there'll probably mm-hmm. be uh, that much more kind of happening in that space. This, this oh, for sure. year, hopefully. So, which is, yeah, I think that a lot of like, as maybe like, you know, people are able to travel to and from like Europe, we can get more competitors over there for like, you know, world championships, um, which will be cool to, yeah, grow the field and have more people and compete with them all. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, very neat. Um, And so you mentioned that you're, you're also building uh, kind of your fitness company as well. And um, Mm -hmm. so there's, there are lots of entrepreneurs who listen uh, to this as well. Um, You know, how's, how's that going? Have have you found it? um, Have you found it a difficult balance to be able to be kind of doing your training? I know they're very connected, I guess, which Mm -hmm. helps, but Mm -hmm. um, how's that been learning kind of how to build your business at the same time? Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely a learning process. Um, where, you know, I used to work in um, big CrossFits or like corporate health and wellness where, you, you know, you show up to the job and you, you know, you have all that instead of with this, you kind of have to be creative and really push and work and, and keep going where like it's everything's not just set in stone, like when you go into a job. Um, so it's been a learning process for sure and getting clients and, you know, having new initiatives or building new programs. Um, so for come the new year, that's my goal is to build out a lot more programs, uh, create some guides. Uh, my background's in graphic design. So like I am able to do all that, which is really nice. Um, But yeah, so it's just like hitting those goals now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's it's interesting how, especially with um, because of COVID actually a lot of people have have done a lot of that shift in the last little while. Mm -hmm. I think of um, like we interviewed uh, Carrie Pierce not too long ago and her company has really blown up from that end as well. So, uh, uh, so some really kind of neat stuff that's happening in that space. So, yeah, um, for sure. So, you know, one of the things that, um, that we ask everybody as we go through these as well is, is just, um, uh, I know people have, have probably pulled away a lot of really kind of cool things as we go through already, but um, it's that time of year um, where people really are, are kind of looking at, if I want to really tackle my, my health and fitness and, and maybe, um, you know, do something to, to really improve that this year, um, you're the first perfect person to ask that about because you you obviously are the the role model yourself but also um you know in your business I'm sure you help people with that so do you have a Mm -hmm. couple of very specific tips around someone who's listening you know what what can I do to get myself moving in that direction to make sure that I can make a big change this year yeah for sure um I have two that I can think of that really have helped me and others uh the first one is get a community. Um, so some people to hold you accountable, whether that's joining a gym, joining some online fitness programming, something like that, but really having other people involved to keep you going, keep you motivated can be really helpful. Um, there's a lot of good gyms out there with people who are all, all have the same goals and focuses. So that can really help. Um, and then always create your why. So the why, and it's gotta be for you. So like, um, one time I did the rim to rim to rim, which is 50 miles in the Grand Canyon. 
And there's one point, and I was told this before, like, you need a why, why are you doing this? Because, and it can't be like superficial, like, oh, I want to get fit or whatever. It's like, really, what's the deeper meaning? Because there's going to be a point in your journey or run or race where it's like, you want to give up and you have to remember that why to keep going, uh, which is really important to have that self-motivation. So yeah, it's, you got to get some why and it's got to be for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And, um, if you were to, if you were to say one thing that like, if, is, do you have one lofty goal that you would like to say, you know, if you were to, to, you know, win one race or win, you know, or, or have some kind of big achievement over the next little while, what is, what is the one thing that you have out there as, as mm-hmm. kind of a, the big, uh, big audacious goal for you? The big goal. Um, I would love to win some of the, the biggest ultras in the world. Um, so there's the, the one across the desert in California, yeah. um, which is really cool. I'd like to win things like that and just, you know, become one of the top ultra runners um, over time because it takes time, especially with your body to recover. But yeah, I would just say that would be, you know, the ultimate goal and dream is to when people think of ultra running, they can think of my name. So wow. that's the goal. And, uh, you know, the other thing that people don't necessarily think about all the time is that, um, is that, you know, you, you, being in kind of the space that you're in also means you have to get sponsors. You have to do all mm. that fun stuff too. And maybe I'll, I'll kind of throw it out there. Is that, have you, have you found that that's uh, is, is that something that you enjoy doing? Is it something that's like, is, it, is, is it difficult for you? I know some athletes will say, Oh, the thing I have to do, you know, it's, it's a thing mm-hmm. I have to do, but, right. um, but it can be, it can be a challenge when, when you're in some of these mm-hmm. spaces. Uh, is that something you find challenging or, you know, how does, how's that worked for you so far? Um, I think, I mean, I love working with brands, especially ones I believe in and I use their products all the time. Like I only ran in Merrill shoes for the past like five years. And so like kind of, um, in talks with them and I think it's, I think it's really fun, but I'm not great at like the self-promotion aspect. Like, look at me, like I'll do this, I'll wear these products, but like, I, I think it's important. Um, and it also helps grow brands and then also helps other athletes know what products are great and what to use based on, you know, people who've used them and it works. So, yeah. yeah. And, and it seems to be, I mean, that's the one thing anyway, that uh, any company that wants to be aligned with you or whatever to mm-hmm. probably wants that authentic authenticity yeah. piece too. Right. So, yeah. uh, um, so Merrill, if you're listening, then you should yeah. be connecting with her anyway, because <laughs> that makes total sense. So, um, okay. Well, you know, if people are trying to follow, so first of all, your, your business, obviously, but, but even just following kind of what's happening with you, what are some of the best ways to do that, Katie? Yeah, you can check me out on Instagram. Uh, my name is K80 underscore night, like K80 night. Um, mm-hmm. We'll play on that. And then yeah. the link in my bio goes to my online training program where they can sign up. Uh, it's nighttime training. And then um, you can also shoot me a DM and we can talk and go from there. So. Very good. Okay. Well, and what we'll make sure that we do is that we'll put those in the show notes as well so that people Perfect. can kind of go directly to that. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I mean, I know you're busy. I mean, we talked about this morning. I think you've already done a workout this morning. So that's, yep. that's good. We didn't take away from that. But, um, you know, thanks very much for taking the time. We really appreciate you spending it with us today. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you no to problem. all the listeners out there. Um, yeah. 
good choice in listening to the show because it's wonderful. So. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. And, we, and it's because we have such great guests. So, so thanks very much, Katie. And, and if you haven't hit subscribe on the podcast, make sure you do it right now um, because we do have great guests every week, just like Katie. And, um, you know, lots of things to take away. And, and I know she's provided a lot of that today. So, um, so again, thanks, Katie. And, and to everybody listening, uh, we'll talk again soon on uh, Big Idea, Big Moves. Thanks for listening to the Big Idea, Big Moves podcast. Be sure to drop us a comment on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Instagram at bigidea underscore big moves. We love to hear your feedback. Till next time, remember, big change comes from small, consistent actions.